That's Grammy. That's Grampy. I'm Lil Peanut. You are listening to Praise Until Dawn on the Praise Broadcasting Network. As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up at our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there. A Time Apart will have ATA colon in front of it. Want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network. Just search for, if, if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white, with a, a circle of blue behind it that's facebook that will take you to our pbnradio.com facebook page for my personal page while you're at the pbnradio.com facebook page go up to the search bar and at the top enter pat rutherford 1232 pat rutherford 1232 up this morning, which is always a good thing. It's always, there's a lot of people that can't get up in the morning. Saw my daughter, my youngest daughter in the kitchen. I said, isn't this a great day? Another wonderful day. She says, if you say so. (laughs) 
Well, it is. You know, we, we can... Another day to pray for our grandbabies. Another day to pray for our babies. To, to practice believing God. To, to maybe touching somebody else's heart. Um... I, I don't know, you know, another day to, for those of you who are not retired, um, another day to go to work and to do things as unto the Lord and have, there will be people watching you, which is another sermon to them without saying anything or just walking down the street, people seeing you saying there's, there's something different about them or at the grocery store something different about them now do I feel like this all the time are you kidding me <laughs> look Claudia and I we, we go through things just like you do but I prefer to get up and think about the goodness of the Lord. Sometimes it's easier than others. No, I, I happened to read this this morning. Therefore, I tell you, this is God talking. And this is what I'm trying to, to understand. I'm, I'm trying to get this across to me. That Mark Twain did not write all this or uh, the, the who, who wrote the Bhagavad Gita? Uh, I don't know. But that author didn't write this. Did I say that right? Bhagavad Gita? God, Bhagavad I don't know. Something like that. Never read it. Um, this is God. We have God's words recorded here. He walked on this planet. People could touch him. People could love him. People could hug him. I bet he went around hugging so many people, especially after that. After they're healed, I, I, I can see, man, people just grabbing him and loving him and hugging. Thank you. Thank you. God's words. And I'm, I, I say that, and I, I, I try to feel that but a, a feeling is not is not something I can I can't contrive that feeling that that's a, that's an inner kind of thing I I can only say what my Heavenly Father says and then as I do it uh, the feelings some way somehow come up within me I'm tired of, of down and discouraged and, and look, Claudia and I have so many things that are pressing on us. I've often said, uh, I can't get sick or I, I can't, you know, so many others having a nervous breakdown and I, I can't. I've, I've got too many people to take care of. I don't have that luxury of going back to bed and throwing the covers over me. 
It's not a luxury. God has given us so many things to do. I, I look now on the things that I have to do. I, I, I don't know how, but I like the challenge. It's like I've been challenged with all this to do. And I'm going to attack it one thing at a time. You, sh you should see my, here, here's one of my lists here. How, how many things to do things on my list? 79, 79. But I try not to think about, oh, all those things. No, no, that, that starts it out wrong. One thing at a time. That's all you can accomplish is one thing at a time. If you try to do two things at a time, that divides your time because you're working on one, then the other, then one, then the Finish the first thing. Now, I realize other things come up, phone calls, all that kind of stuff, but one thing at a time. Finish it, and there's accomplishment. And I keep a list so I can mark it off. Oh, I finished number 14 here. And I may finish number 14 before I finish number one. But that's okay. I told Mindy, I said, yes, another day. We're breathing. A lot of people, they, they need a machine to help them breathe. At all times. They have lost the ability for that part of their brain has been injured. We, we call it the autonomic system in, in our body. It's that part of the body that you, you don't have to tell your heart, beat, beat, beat. It just automatically does it. You don't have to tell yourself, breathe, breathe, breathe. You automatically take breaths. That's called the autonomic system in the body. You look at all these, I'm, I'm trying my hardest to understand, that's, that's not the right word. To believe in God. I, I, I know that sounds maybe trite or, or, or silly. It's one of those kind of kind of things you just throw out there, you know, one of those phrases. Oh, I want to believe God. No, I I God is. like God saying to Moses, you know, I am. You am what? No, I am. Everything.
So I look at things and I, I try to focus my mind. I am. God said these words. And they just happen to be recorded by, by Matthew and, and Mark and John. Not Luke. Luke heard it from somebody else, and so he was writing it down. That's okay. Secondhand is okay. He interviewed people and uh, disciples and all. He, he walked with the disciples. There's no record of him ever walking with Jesus. But there is of Matthew. Um, Mark may be another one. Anyways, I'd, I'd have to go back there. But unless there was a disciple named Mark. There was John Mark. Was that a disciple? Matthew and John, we know for sure. And so when they write these words, they heard them. And they're writing them down as they were spoken by God. Therefore I tell you, do not, therefore I tell you, Jesus, God is speaking here. Does that make a difference for you when, when, when you read it? When he tells you things and, and you read it and, and it's God actually speaking it? Do not be anxious about your life. Wow. What you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. I love the next one. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, I tell you, God. I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear?
For the Gentiles seek after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, don't be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Yeah, but... No, there's no yeah, but here. See, it all comes down to just trust. There, there's no yeah, but... But the, the main part of this is the thing that really speaks to me. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. A lot of people gripe and complain and they haven't spent time seeking their Heavenly Father, thanking Him for what they have, being amazed at the world that has been created around us. Yeah, we don't have a world around us. We live in the inner city and they're just, just bricks and cement everywhere. Are you walking? Be amazed that you can take one step after the other and not be sucked into outer space. What is gravity? What about that air you're breathing? Be thankful. Now I tell you that and I want to, my body wants to go down the street screaming. But that just means that I admire what Satan is doing instead of what God is doing and God has promised. We get our mind off of what we don't have and what we need. And if we don't have it by this time, it's going to... God knows all this. So Claudia and I practice doing. Me, not very well, but I'm still practicing because I don't like how I feel and what my life is like when I don't trust him. I don't want to go back there. And is not trusting him going to change it? it, it, it it's right in here is being anxious about something going to add one hour to your life being anxious about your heart in Claudia's case her her legs her back 
for sons and daughters. We speak life. We don't dwell in anxiousness. We trust our Heavenly Father. We practice that. Some of us, but maybe I ought to put it this way, some of you have it down a lot better than some of us. But I'm going to keep practicing because I don't like the other way. Been there, done that. Don't like the other way. So this is my practice session here, Claudia and mine, with you. And these words are what I have basically said many times to God. Just be so much inside of me. It just explodes. People see Jesus in me. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. That's what we do here.
Surround 
fight my battles This is how I fight my battles This is how yeah, This is how I fight my battles This is how I fight my battles This is how I fight my battles This is how You guys want to do something crazy tonight? Not all deliverance happens when we sing. Sometimes it happens when we dance. I feel like the Lord is going to break things off as we just look foolish, whatever it looks like, but as we begin to move and celebrate and just be joyful in his presence. Uma liberação do Senhor completa vai acontecer quando nós estivermos completamente entregues, seja não só com as vozes, mas com a dança, com o seu corpo. move as we begin to dance before you that you would break chains off that you would release liberty that you would release life that you would release joy in the name of Jesus
viemos fazer isso, nós nascemos por isso Vamos ver as suas mãos e começa a declarar o que Ele é E que só Ele é, só Ele é Jesus
My grandparents tried to get out of Germany since uh, Hitler came to power. Kristallnacht came, and both of my grandfathers had to go into hiding. When the Nazis came to get my grandfather, my grandmother answered the door and said to them, why are you here? You've already taken him away. And they believed her, and so my grandfather was safe. Both my mother and my father's family left Germany on August 28, 1939. My parents were agnostics, and we, we didn't talk about God, but we were very involved 
in synagogue life. I went to Hebrew school. I was a member of an Israeli dance troupe, president of my youth group. I went to Jewish summer camp. I never had a bat mitzvah because back in those days they weren't available for women yet. I fit in more with German Jews than I did with Americans. I went to Jewish summer camp every summer. It was called um, the Joseph Eisner Camp Institute for Living Judaism in the heart of the Berkshire Mountains. We sang uh, from the Psalms, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. From whence will my help come? My help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And I remember singing that song and I looked up into the sky and thinking to myself, God, what are you? Are you a force of, or are you a spirit? I don't know who you are. I had always had a dream when I was, since I was very little of going to uh, Cornell University for college. And so my father told me, go into social work. That's what good Jewish women do. They go into social work. So my junior year, I started at Cornell. You know, the, the future was looming out ahead of me, and I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. I was really anxious about the future. I was really nervous. And I just started looking for answers. Why am I here? What's the purpose of my life? I started studying all kinds of religions, Buddhism, Hinduism, Confucianism, Zoroastrianism. I guess I just felt like the the, the answers I was looking for, I hadn't found within Judaism, so I had to look outside. But what I found was they were so esoteric, they were so heavenly-minded that they weren't of any earthly good. There was no way that I could really put them into practice in my life. While I was going through this search, one of my Jewish friends came to me and told me about this book that he had just read, The Late Great Planet Earth by Hal Lindsey. I finally went to the bookstore on campus and I got the book. I learned, first of all, reading this book, that Jesus was Jewish and that he was a direct descendant of King David. There were many prophets that spoke about the Messiah to come and this author was saying that Jesus was the one who fulfilled these prophecies. I prayed for the first time in my life. I prayed to God and I said to God, God, I don't know if, if this author is, if what this author is writing is true. Please show me the truth. I was in the library one day and happened to meet another uh, woman who was in one of my classes with me and sat down in the library and started talking. She was the most loving, kind, patient, understanding person I ever met. Within the space of a few weeks, this woman that I had just met became the best friend that I ever had. We went to lunch, and a woman sat down with us at lunch. And we talked, and then this woman turned to me and she said to me, do you know Jesus? Is he your Messiah? I looked at her and I looked at my friend and my friend had this expression on her face that said to me that she was agreeing with what this woman was saying. And I looked at my friend and I, and I was about to start screaming and yelling at her. How can you believe in that stuff? That's all malarkey. It's all 
fairy tales. It's all nonsense. And then all of a sudden, I heard a still small voice. And the voice said, listen to her. She loves you. She's your best friend. <laughs> and so I, I listened to her. And she told me her story. because of the love that I experienced from this woman, I, I just knew that what she was talking about was the truth. And so at that luncheon table with hundreds of people around us, I just prayed a very simple prayer. And um, I invited Jesus to come into my life. All of my fears about the future just completely vanished. I was just filled with it. It was like I was enveloped in a cloud of peace. It was like there was this dome of peace that just came over me. I was a member of the Cornell Choir, and we had been scheduled to sing the night when I accepted Jesus as my Messiah. And the concert that we gave was Handel's Messiah. So I got to stand on that platform singing Handel's Messiah that night for the first time understanding what Isaiah was talking about. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. That was Yeshua, that was, the, that was Jesus, that was the Messiah. I just recognized him, I just came to know him. And so the words became alive in my mouth. I was looking for purpose and meaning in my life. Why was I created? What was the purpose of life? Why was I here? And through Jesus, God answered all those questions for me. I realized that I was created to have a relationship with God and that God loves me and He wants to be in a relationship with me. And He wants that relationship to go on forever and ever and ever.
you got some water, you won't turn into wine. If you got some blind eyes that you won't open wide, let's lift it up to the Lord. Lord, turn my fears into faith. Fear, you cannot take my song away. Fear, you cannot take my song away.
reflections in my veins. I won't be afraid. Sometimes you just gotta say it. I won't be afraid. I won't be afraid. I won't be afraid. Courage and faith is waking up. I won't be afraid. Oh, I won't be afraid. I'm taking back my song.
to Pat Rutherford and Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. Pat and Claudia would love to hear from you. I'll give you the address in just a moment. Thank you for remembering that Praise Broadcasting Network is listener supported. Your donations help keep PBN on the air listeners just like you all over the world. Donations are tax deductible in the United States and appreciated from around the world. Our address is Praise Broadcasting Network, P.O. Box 2468, Asheboro, North Carolina, 27204. You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.